Get ready to move from ordinary to extraordinary, natural to supernatural, with Radical Change Ministries. And it's really exciting what God is doing and how many testimonies we are getting. And I know it's going to increase because God said to me that in the beginning of the year, it's, it's, I have to get more vision. I, I shouldn't just have one vision, which I don't, but I should get more, and we did. And he will provide double. And he even exceeded that. He even exceeded our, our um, provision. And uh, so I just want you to get excited today. And I want you quickly to, to write down, if you don't have a pen, put it on your phone. Everybody has a smartphone these days. <laughs> or write it in your journal. Write the vision down. I just want you to write down one desire, only one, that you really want right now from the Lord. One desire, I want you to write it down. Come on, live audience, you go, guys. Write down one desire that you really, really want from the Lord. That baby's already there. I believe it with everything that's within me, okay? There's nothing wrong with you or your husband. And there's no fear. It will be a normal, normal pregnancy. It will be a normal birth. It will be all whatever you want, if you want a cesarean or whatever. A normal birth. And um, <laughs> what, whatever, God knows best, you know? But I know there's fruitful ground here. And, and I really believe that it's already done. Okay. Double portion. Double portion. <laughs> Double. <laughs> but it's okay. Of course. Luckily, you've got a wonderful mother that can help you. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Okay. Right. Are you ready? You've written it down. Some of you have already got it. See, that's the thing about your desire. If you really believe, really, 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 I'm not on my topic at all. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Um, if you really, really believe that you serve or you are the daughter and the son of a good father, if you ask him something, why will he not give it to you? According to his word, of course. Why will he not give it to you? You know, I was speaking to people yesterday, and you guys know me by now. If they cannot give me scripture for it, I do not take it. And if there is a scripture that refutes what they are saying, I don't challenge them on that. I can just tell them. This is what the word says. You go and decide what you want to believe. But you see, that's the thing. It's still a choice. It's still a choice. And you know what? You, you even have to be careful. And I'm, I'm saying this really cautiously. If I say something 
and you don't agree with it, please go and check up on me. I want you to. I want you to. And if you get scripture that, that is the opposite, you can come and tell me. I won't take offense, I promise you. But I, I, I really put in effort to what I say that I know it's scripture-based. Okay? So please, if there is teachings going around that is not biblical, you have to be careful what you listen to. And it's, it's total manipulation and it's witchcraft. So be careful. You can't be in that because that is what transfers. Because if you take it, it's yours. So please, guys, see that what you listen to, and, and don't listen to too many voices. I'm, I'm serious. I don't know why I'm saying this today. I know why I'm saying this today. It's on God's heart. Really, be careful what you listen to. You know, we will only be known by our fruit. Okay, let's go. <laughs> Are you ready for this this morning? I'm so ready. I must just get this the right way. Okay. <laughs> Hallelujah. You know, um, let me first give you, a, a, who's got a testimony? Okay. Where's, is the mic here? Marco, you want to give it to us? I'm so excited. I'm so excited. <laughs> okay, it's just a, it's a small testimony, but it literally happened this morning. Nothing is small. With, well, not small, but yes, with Dr. Yvette. She just confirmed something that I was praying about. So, so at another church, we are starting like a sort of youth ministry um, but we're thinking of, so there's like age levels. So zero to seven is like children, seven to 12 is teens, 13 to 18 is youth, and then 18 to 24 is young adults. So we were asked to say in which group we want to fall. So this morning, Dr. Vitt gives me this paper, the calling that says, I'm a minister, I'm a minister to the largest mission field in the world. I'm minister to children. So it's just confirmation that it's actually children. Yeah. Hallelujah. So, to me, it's actually big, so yeah. Exactly. <laughs> anyway. I agree. Somebody else who's stuck up their hand? Dr. Ive? <laughs> okay, I, I just want to share this, and I've shared with you a little bit before, about Wednesdays. Wednesdays is my day of being so expectant, and I've become, in this last two years, so spoiled by God, because every Wednesday, something will happen. We will either receive an order or a payment confirmation or something. And even this morning when we got here, um, you know, sometimes the guys will tell you you did get the order, but before you get the official order, it's not done. And on my way here this morning, we received the official order again. Wow. So it's just for me, Wednesdays is my day, my expectant day. Hallelujah. I mean, there's another testimony. I love testimonies, guys, by the blood of the Lamb and the word of our testimony. Oh, well, this is actually more of a s story, but um, two weeks ago, to well, tomorrow, two weeks ago, my cousin that was here with cancer died. But I got to spend the last few hours of her life with her, and God was so there. 
I was praying and being prophetic and just keeping my eyes on Jesus and I actually saw a horse coming down and the next moment my cousin opened her eyes and she told me Jesus is here, wow. he's coming and I could actually see how he just reached out a hand and I said take a hand Chantal and, just, and she said the angels are singing for me and, and that's just something I want to share because if you are a child of God that is something you can experience even in death you can experience Jesus so beautifully. Yes, hallelujah. Amen. And you know what? I was listening to stuff, and I always say it, and it always encourages me when, when people like Joyce Meyer and stuff like say the same as me, and I'm thinking, wow, she's saying the same as me. She's most probably saying I'm saying the same as her, but I said it first. No. <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> and, um, you know, God says we will have a long life here on earth and we will make a difference. And then people get, they get attacked with, with sickness and disease and all of that stuff. And we trust God because he said he already healed them, that they were healed. And sometimes it, it doesn't, they die or they pass on. I don't believe you die. I believe when you're a child of God, you pass on. And um, like with her, it's, the, the, the word over her that she is healed, and she is, because she's in a glorified body now, and she's got no disease, no pain, and everything. It's sad for the children. It's very sad, I know. But you know what? God will, because they both serve God, the two children, I know that. I saw them. Um, I, I know they will not be disappointed in God because their foundation is right, and it will work out, Romans 8.28, it will work out for their good because they love the Lord. It will make them stronger because trials and tribulations make us strong. Nee, you just have to say amen. Okay, I've also got a testimony. Wednesdays are also my day. Dr. Rivet, I agree with you. It's like that morning the phone keeps on ringing and whatever. And um, just now, quarter to ten. Bef just before that, we did a deal, me and this guy. And he says, wow, that was fast. You know why I could give you the, I'm just translating as I go. Why he could give me, I asked him, what about the 100 tons of white maize that I still have, WM3s? And he said that um, I could give you, do you know why I could give you the price so quickly? Because he was busy working on it. And when I phoned him and I asked him about it, he could give me a price immediately because he was working on it already before I asked him. And we did a transaction on the way here. When I stopped here, it was a done deal. Not even before that. So, you see, God provides. I'm, I'm, you know, if you're busy with the things of God, God is busy with your things. You know, and, and sometimes you think it, it, it's as, I never think it's a sacrifice sitting here because I enjoy it. Um, I never thought I would because I was really shy, but <laughs> I really do. I love it here in the mornings, especially Wednesday mornings. And um, yeah, I believe you guys love it too. Nee, otherwise, you wouldn't come back all the time. <laughs> so, um, you know what? What I realized was since February up to now, I lost a few guys. I was never really 
fat, <laughs> but uh, I just felt uncomfortable. So um, in, in February, you all know that my doggy died. It was really very bad for me. And I had to deal with stuff because it was traumatic for me. It was. And it, stuff happens. And um, on that same day, I decided that I'm really going to start. I trusted God and I prayed about it and everything. But I had to do something about my eating habits. And really about sugar, because I, I cut it out for 40 days, and then when I start again, I excel the, the, the 40 days by 20 <laughs> and, and make up for the whole 40 that I didn't eat sugar. So, and then you, you, you just increase the addiction. And um, so I really started, I asked the Holy Spirit to help me, but I still had to choose um, to to stop eating so much sugar and carbs because carbs, um, it converts into sugar. And, and I still like pasta and although I love it, but I, I, I eat less of it. You know, I, I don't eat it like every second day. I eat it once a week maybe, you know. So it's self-control. And to, and it's not, I'm, I promise you, it's, it's a discipline I have to practice every single day. And some days I miss it like in 100%. But then I don't carry on the next day. I really try the next day. Because you know what? We have some people in our congregation that really spoils us. And they spoil us with the stuff that I really love. Like fudge and um, lint chocolate and... Um, and then it's there in my face. And then I want to finish it that same day. But it was so cute. The fudge was packed in just two blocks, two block sizes. So I could pace myself and only eat two blocks every day. <laughs> but thank God for them. I'm not complaining. But in the, before that I made that decision, I would finish that whole basket as quickly as I possibly can. The box of lint, the two boxes of fudge, I would finish it that same day. When I put the one in my mouth, I would stop. You know, I don't know if you guys got the same problem or it's only me. So, you know, Jared, you just... I, <laughs> you young people don't have problems like that. What we don't have problems, it's just an opportunity for God to show up strong. And the Holy Spirit really helped me, but I had to, every time when, when the Holy Spirit said to me, stop it, I had to stop. Because you still have the choice to carry on. And that's with anything. That's with uh, uh, um, your health. That's with your, <laughs> every single thing in your life. I'm telling you, nobody's perfect. We, I don't know about you, but I still got stuff that I need to work on. Okay, but I really need help. And when we ask the Holy Spirit, he helps us, gives us scriptures and all of that. So what God showed me this morning is there's something inside of me or there's something he wants to do for me this year. He wants to do something new for me. And I believe that's for you guys too, really something new. Now, who knows that we serve a creative God? 
Isn't it true? So if you serve a creative God and the spirit of God that raised Jesus from the dead lives inside of you, and Jesus said that you will even do greater things than he did, do you believe that nothing is impossible and that new things can happen in your life, in your body, in your business, in your workplace? Do you believe it? Hallelujah. Okay, and that is our scripture for Radical Change Ministries. It's Galatians 5 verse 17. Um, for in Christ Jesus, if any person is engrafted in Christ, the Messiah, the Savior, is a new creation altogether. So what are you? You're a new creation altogether. Your spirit is immediately new. But sometimes... We struggle with our flesh ne? and our soul area, our will, our intellect, and our emotions. And that's the area that I really believe God wants to do something new. Now, you know, we all know Galatians 5.22, the fruit of the Spirit. And, and some of it, I can say, I'm really much better at than I was. Ne? You know? Love, joy, peace, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, long-suffering, self-control, gentleness. Some of the stuff I'm really better at. We're never there, so I'm still growing in it. My fruit is still. But um, where does the fruit come from? God, Jesus says he's the vine. Am I right? Who's the branches? We are. Am I right? Does the, does the branch, does the... Um, the vine, does the vine carry the fruit or the branches? Who? So you are the branches, am I right? So the fruit must show through who? Through us. Nee? So, and that fruit is supernatural. Because if Jesus is the vine and we are the branches and we are in him, he's a super, am I right? He's a supernatural being. Am I right? So what are you? If you are in that, engrafted into Jesus, you are the branches, so you are supernatural. Am I right? So is there anything too hard for you? So if you speak to your womb, it has to be fruitful. Am I right? If you speak to your whatever is attacking your body, it has to submit. But the thing is, we don't believe it. I'm not saying everybody, but we say it, but oh, do we, are we really believing it? And if we don't yet, keep on speaking it. I went to the doctor yesterday because um, I've said to you before, I have a pain in my leg. I don't have pains in my leg. It's healed, but it attacks me every now and again. And I just wanted to go to the doctor. There's nothing wrong with doctors. You are allowed to go to them. But I don't, I don't, I hear what they say. Those are the facts. But then I start, now I know exactly what they said. There's nothing wrong with me. They can't find anything wrong with me <laughs> because it's spiritual. So now I know that. So now I'm trusting the Holy Spirit to reveal to me what is attacking. And I know that it's my left leg. So I can start researching what left leg is your support. My, my support is being attacked. So I have to start praying for my support. Can you believe that? 
That's what I believe. That's what God revealed to me. They are being attacked financially, spiritually, emotionally, physically. So I have to really start interceding, and then this will lift. Well, that's what I believe, okay? So, and, and you know, what is one of the fruit of the Spirit? It's joy, ne? love, peace, love, joy, peace, joy. Am I right? Sometimes, in times of sorrow, like when my doggy died, I didn't want to have joy, but I had to... Do take self-control and be disciplined to keep on in joy, okay? So I have to go faster. And you know what? Joy keeps you young. When I said to the lady that took my um, heart rate and my um, blood pressure yesterday, she said to me, what is your age? And I said to her, she says, no way. I said, yes, I am. She says, no way. I said, thank you very much for the compliment. I take it. Um, I receive it. But it's the Lord, because he renews my youth daily. He removes every spot, every wrinkle, every blemish. He removes it. But I, what, what must I, is that the word? Is it alive? Is it active? You see, I still have to look after my flesh. But if I keep on speaking the word of God over it, it accelerates. It's alive and it's active. So it keeps on and it's energizing. The Amplified said it's energizing. So it gives me energy and all of that. But we have to use it. You see, that's what I say. And I know I put you guys on the spot quite often. But if I start there with Marco and I say, right now, this morning, what is the scriptures you are standing on today for that desire that you wrote down? Have you got it? I'm picking on you. It's fine. <laughs> well, actually, today I, I actually wrote different stuff because usually, like, I've got a vision book or whatever you may call it. So I've got, but that's mostly um, things that I need, um, like whatever, like business or a car or whatever, material things, etc. So today I actually wrote more character stuff. Character yeah, stuff. Yeah, so I need to go after this and go find scriptures. Okay, so you're going to get scriptures but, for that? Yeah. Okay, good. Can I ask somebody else? My scripture today, sorry, I can't remember the, you will know it. <laughs> Wherever I put my foot down, God will give. Joshua 1 8. I think you. it's Joshua 1 8. Wherever I put my foot will treat, it will be given unto me. Well, mine is. Exodus 23 verse 26, there shall be no miscarriage or barren in your land. I will fulfill the number of your days. Awesome. I just want to get that scripture. I think it's Joshua. Joshua 1.3, sorry. Joshua 1.3. Joshua 1, 3, wherever my foot will tread, it will be given unto me. But you know what? We must really start expecting that. When you step into the mall, when you step, take ground for God in your businesses, if you're studying with your friends, you know. I know we can't share everything with everybody. That's in, in my thing today. But 
you know, this morning I decided I'm going to get up out of bed and start to laugh. Laugh at the enemy. Just So I just started. <laughs> and it, it sounds weird, but that's what I do. Because it makes me happy and it heals my body because it strengthens me. You know. <laughs> Hallelujah. The joy of the Lord is my strength. You know, I think when people have to, if I had to have a reality show in my house, I would, they would really laugh. It would be a comedy, I'm sure. <laughs> anyway, you know, God said in Genesis that every seed produces after its own kind. Am I right? Okay. So every seed, now think of this, that is not part of your redemption. What has to happen with that? Because stuff grew in our lives. That was not part of, definitely in mine. I don't know about you guys. I was not saved from that when I was born, unfortunately. I only got saved when I was 33 years old. Okay. That's 20 years ago today. Not today. 20 years ago. <laughs> but thank God I got saved. Thank God for that. Um, so every seed that's not part of the re redemption that we have been redeemed of. And we have been redeemed of the curse. Am I right? So every seed that's still operating in my life, sickness, disease, you know, poverty, lack, all of that, that's not part of your redemption. Am I right? Unworthiness, rejection, fear, all of that stuff. It's not part of our redemption. Am I right? So it has to be uprooted because that's a seed. That's a seed that grew in your life. Rejection definitely grew in my life quite a lot. I think it was huge trees. And, and up to today, I have to be so careful about to not take it back. Okay, so um, God's been speaking to me about that the whole week. And I put on Facebook <laughs> a little thing of every seed that God didn't plant, he will uproot. Every, something like that. And somebody said they'll believe it if they see scripture for it. Oh, man. And I was like on my back legs because I have scripture for it. And I put it there, but there was no answer. But I believe she took it. Don't know who it was. I hope it wasn't one of you. No, thank God. Matthew 15, 13. So here it is. And that was Jesus. He answered them and he said, every plant. Now, do you believe a tree is a plant? It becomes a tree, but it's first a seed, and then it's a little plant, and then it grows. So am I right if I say a, a tree is a plant? Okay, you agree with me? Every plant which my heavenly Father did not plant will be, not might be, not maybe, not will be torn up by the roots. Isn't that powerful? Do you know? And in John 8, verse 32, it says, know that you will know the truth and the truth will set you free. Am I right? But what is the truth? The word is the truth. You know, we don't need money to create wealth. This is a mighty nugget. You can write this down. We don't need money to create wealth. We only need a seed. Huh? Something's going to open up for you today. I know that. You know the woman that was in debt that was going to lose her two sons, the widow? She said, 
when, when, when the prophet got there and she said, but I'm going to lose my sons. They want to come and take them because we have so much debt. And what did he tell her? Do you have money in your house? She didn't because she was in debt. She couldn't pay it. But what she had, that was her seed. And when she started to use the seed, it started to multiply. So seed creates wealth. So what seeds are we sowing? In Luke 8 verse 11, now the meaning of the parable is, I want to tell you what is your seed. The seed is the word of God concerning internal salvation. So your seed is the word of God. So your seed can create wealth. So what creates wealth? The word of God. When you start standing on the word of God, when you start speaking the word of God, when you start praying the word of God, when you start standing on the principles of the word of God, because Jesus, now we go there, in John 1, 1, in the beginning, before all time, was the word, right? Christ. And the word was with God, and the word was God himself. I'm, all, I'm in the Amplified, um, Yaku. In John 1, verse 3. All things were made and came into existence through him. And without him, not even one thing was made that has come into being. In John 1 verse 14, And the word, Christ, became flesh and lived among us. I know that's one of my favorite verses. And we actually saw his glory Glory as belongs to the one and only begotten Son of the Father, the Son who is truly unique, the only one of His kind, who is full of grace and truth and absolutely free of deception. So see what you can, you can pray over yourself. Lord, I am engrafted in you. That means I am engrafted in the word of God. Therefore, I am a new creation. Therefore, I'm going to speak your word because that is my seed. I'm going to speak it over every situation. I'm going to speak it over my body. I'm going to speak it over my mind. I'm going to speak it over my finances. I'm going to keep on speaking it until it manifests. And I'm going to, the more I speak it, the more I would start to believe it because that is how faith comes. And how can we operate in the supernatural? By faith. That's the only way. That's the only way. You know what? Um, I'll say it to you now. <laughs> what, what did Mary start with? Let it be unto me according to your word. Huh? Let it be unto me according to your word. So it's, it, whatever situations we are in, it's because it's according to the words that we are speaking. Hmm? Huh? See how important it is to start knowing the word. Because what is within you will come out of you. And if you are struggling with that, just come to me. I will lay hands on you because it's going to open up. You know? But it really, I really struggled. I've said to you before um, with um, 
to remember scriptures. And I was looking at pastors and they were like saying one scripture after the other. And I said, God, I want that. And then God took me to that scripture, Luke 45. And he said that, and Jesus thoroughly opened the minds of their, their minds so that they would understand the scriptures. And I put there and I will remember it. And really I do. I remember scriptures. Because we need them. Because that's the word you have to speak over yourself every single day. The word is what's going to produce, say, the word of God is what's going to produce wealth in my life. We have to start with the word. And ask the Holy Spirit to show me what is in my house. Or what is in me? What is in me that I can use to create wealth right now? We have seed. We have the word of God. It's seed. You can speak it. You have seed. You know what? Um, this was amazing to me. You know I like money. I mean, I don't love money, but I like, I like figures. I like to think in, in figures. <laughs> Rather let me say it like that. Um, Listen, we all need money. It just, it just is like that. And God, we are kings of a kingdom. Am I right? We are the king. He is the king of kings. So that's you. And the Lord of lords. So that's you. So God really wants, man, they can tell me whatever they want. They can say I'm a prosperity preacher. I take it. I take it. Because I'm telling you, if you're in poverty all the time and you're struggling all the time, what example are you of the kingdom? We are kings and priests. We are kings of a kingdom, a kingdom that all the cattle of a thousand hills belongs to the Lord. Everything belongs to him. All he, he says, I will give you hidden treasures. I will give it to you. But it's hidden. We have to search for it. We have to search the heart of the Father and he will show it to you. I'm telling you guys, if there's one thing I can tell you, you will never lack one good thing ever if you believe what God is telling you. And that's what we're doing. We're equipping the saints. We're equipping you to move into, into levels of financial, of, of supernatural blessings, of supernatural health, of supernatural um, uh, um, uh, Renew, renew, renewal, like never before. I believe it. I was looking at Joseph Prince the other day, and I was thinking, even Joyce Meyer, she's nearly 80 years old. Even if she had help, so what? God has put it there to help us. Joseph Prince, man, he looks, he's nearly 60. He looks like 33. And I'm speaking that over my body all the time. Because that's what God wants. He says, look at Sarah. She was 75 and she had a baby. And I'm telling you, the, 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 the king still loved her. Or they liked her. She was so beautiful to them. They wanted her. I'm telling you, she didn't look like 75. No way. Thank God I'm like Sarah. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> People will say I'm prideful. Oh, no, no, no. Okay, this is the nugget. They worked it out. The wine at the wedding, those 40 gallons of that they, those 
they said exactly. You know what it was worth? Oops. Siri is coming on. <laughs> I just want to put do not disturb. Sorry, guys. Okay. Right. Guess what the wine at the wedding was worth that Jesus made? Just take a guess. $215 million. Huh? Can you see the innovative and creative ability for you to generate wealth? Can you see what is inside of us the right way? Because I know, unfortunately, um, okay, I'm not going to go there. God has nothing small. God has nothing small. Say, God does nothing small. He does everything exceedingly, abundantly, above that I could ever think, ask, or imagine above my highest prayers. Thank you, Father, that you help me to, to pray be, beyond prayers, abundant prayers, overflowing prayers, because you will exceed that. Because that is who you are. Do you believe that? Huh? Really? Okay. So now I want to challenge you guys. Because you know what? There's something inside of me that I just want to, when I step in here, say, right, I want to be different than I was Yesterday, I want to be so full of God. I want to be so full of His Word. I want to be so anointed. I, I just want to be so increased, so empowered. And I just want to encounter the goodness of God. I want signs, wonders, and miracles to fall. You know, everything to fall in place. God, to, to, when we, we step into the congregation, we know that guy's already a millionaire. This one is, is, is on his way to billionaireship. That lady's body's been touched. She's healed. That lady is pregnant with twins. Um, that, that guy's running, that guy's running three businesses. He's got multiple streams of income. He, he's got all the cars that he wants, the garages. They're all parked there. Um, everything. He's got the, the beautiful wife um, that's so full of the Holy Spirit that is teaching and, and is preaching and is, is holding his hand. And that's a prophetic word for you. And um, that is just um, uh, um, everything you want. Um, you know, I even see, and, and really, uh, you are increasing. I'm telling you, it feels like you're not, but you are. Do not compare yourself to other people. Marco, you will never be like anybody you are around with. Okay? Because you're different, you are unique. So stop trying to be like everybody else because you're not. Okay? Thank you. Hallelujah. Okay, we're going we're gonna to give some prophetic word later. <laughs> but if it comes out in between, then just keep on expecting and you will get your word. Okay? You know, we shrink down what God says, isn't it? He, if he said, you will be fruitful and multiply. Man, I want to multiply. I want to raise up leaders. I want to raise up billionaires. I want to raise up trillionaires. 
But I need to get there because I cannot take anybody if, I don't, if I'm not there. I can't take people where I haven't been. And I'm telling you what God did for us in this year, financially, spiritually, emotionally, even physically. I lost my 12.8 days that I wanted to lose. It was a burden to me. But God helped me and I, I chucked it off. And I'm, I'm telling you guys, you can know it. I'm not going to pick it up again. You know what? God can use one person to change a whole city. And I'm really trusting God that it will be us. But it, it can be anybody as long as our city changes, isn't it? We don't need to be prideful and think, it, it, it's just my call. Man, it's everybody's call. We have to be careful for the pride thing rising up. Because that makes you fall. God hates that. He hates pride. You know what? This morning I was listening to Christine Kane. I listen to a lot of stuff very quickly. <laughs> Thank God I have a mind of Christ. So while they're on the television and I'm getting dressed and doing my hair and makeup and, and changing my little grandson's nappy and everything, I listen to everything in between. And she said something. If you think you are better than the other person spiritually, you are thinking you're better than the Lord Jesus. Huh? That was so powerful to me. You know, somebody said that, but we're not on that level, you know. Who are you? You prideful. Get down and humble yourself. There's, there, we, if we are in Christ Jesus, that same spirit that raised Jesus from the dead is in me, is in you, is in you, is in you, is in you. It's the same spirit. So how can, how can they be more whatever? Huh? Come on, guys. We have to start getting real. We, stop, we have to stop putting ourselves above the other person. Jesus washed their feet. Huh? God only needs a branch. In Isaiah 55, 11, so will my word be which goes out of my mouth. It will not return to me void, useless, without result, without accomplishing what I desire. Huh? You have to use it. It's your word. Use it. And without succeeding in the matter for which I sent it. When God gives you a seed, you should see it as a palm tree. Now, I've, I've preached on this before. A palm tree in Psalm 92, verse 12 to 14. I know I'm going fast, but because you've you got a mind of Christ, you can understand, you're quick of understanding. So um, you can listen to it again. The righteous, who's the righteous? We are. We are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. Am I right? So we are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus if we are in the Word. If we are standing on the Word and if we are keeping the Word and doing what it says and believing it. Okay. 
We will flourish like the date palm, long-lived, upright, and useful. They will grow like a cedar in Lebanon, majestic and stable. They will be planted in the house of the Lord. They will flourish in the courts of God, growing in grace. They will still thrive and bear fruit and prosper in old age. That's me. They will flourish and be vital and fresh. That's me. Rich in trust and love and contentment. Say, that's me. You can use that. You know what? A palm tree, God puts us to a palm tree. Why? As a palm tree. Why? Because a palm tree is a producer. Everything about a palm tree you can use. From the bark, to the leaves, to the dates, to the oil, to the everything. Inside, everything. Everything of a palm tree they can use. So what does it do? It produces wealth. Am I right? So what are you? If, G, if God says, if he said you like a palm tree, what are you? A wealth producer. Am I right? So the palm tree produces wealth with everything that is got. It has several streams of income. God called you a palm tree. A seed may be small, but when you start getting that seed to produce, Huh? It produces wealth. Am I right? If I plant one palm tree and it grows and I can use whatever and the seed, then I can plant another 100, 200 palm trees. Seed produces seed, produces wealth, produces seed, produces wealth, produces seed, produces wealth. Are you using your seed? Or are you cursing it? And it doesn't stop. It keeps on producing. Am I right? They cut off the bark, they cut, but it still grows. It keeps on. It doesn't stop. Say, I will keep on producing. God is going to give me another idea, and I'm going to produce again. God gives seed to the sower and bread to the eater. I will not eat my seed. Huh? We have to be careful about that. What does God say in Genesis 1 verse 28? And God blessed them, say, I'm blessed. God granted me certain authority. And God said to me, be fruitful, so I will be fruitful, I will multiply, I will replenish the earth, I will fill it, I will subjudicate it, it means putting it under my power, I will rule over, dominate the fish of the sea, the birds of the air, and every living thing that moves upon the earth. We need to change, guys. We need to start thinking differently. We need to start thinking like a millionaire, like a billionaire, like a trillionaire. We we need to think um, fruitful. We need to think multiplication. We need to think subduing. We need to think authority. 
And there's a scripture for everything. God has given you Luke 10, 19, the authority and the power to trample over scorpions and serpents and all the power of the enemy and nothing shall by any means hurt or harm you. Am I right? So there's a scripture for that. There's a scripture for multiplication. There's a lot of scriptures for multiplication. There's a lot of scriptures for fruitfulness. But you know what? God has to do some surgery. I don't know about you. Because he has to prune out every branch that does not bear fruit and every branch that is not producing the redemption work of the Lord Jesus Christ. Say, Lord, do surgery on me. Prune out, uproot every branch, every plant, every tree that was not planted by you. In Jesus' name. Amen. I hope you know what you said. You know, when I pruned my roses this year, I pruned them so short, I thought, ish man, maybe I was a bit tough on these roses. Man, you must come and watch. Look at them. I invite you. They're beautiful. Some of them have grown this much. And I cut them. They were this little little itsy bitsy teeny weeny little thingies and they just shot out and I just realized God showed me the spiritual that's what happened I'm sure it hurt that plant when I pruned it but guess what I did it for its own good because now it's multiplying and it's flourishing and it's giving me so much joy and that's what God wants with us he, wa he wants us to give him so much joy and have so much joy. Does that make sense? You know, God needs to get us to a place so that he can send us to a place to change that place. Does that make sense? You know, God wants, wherever he sends you, he wants it to be like heaven. No sickness, no disease, no poverty. Because God says, heaven on earth. Heaven on earth. Say, Lord, help me to truly be the saint one. So full of your spirit, of your word, that wherever I tread my foot, it will be given unto me. Demons will flee. The earth will shake. Your glory will manifest. Signs, wonders, and miracles will follow. Wealth will be in the house. In Jesus' name. Amen. You know, I know we can't say, Joseph said the wrong things to his brother. So you can't say, your dream or your vision to anybody. Be careful who you share it with. See, people looked at me and, and looked at me how I was. And I still feel up to today, some people look at me the way I was. But thank God, that's not the way I am. And I don't even want to be like I was yesterday. God's got such a call on your life, sir. There's such an anointing on your life. It's ready to flood 
to, to really flow out of you. I, I see a, a thick stream of, of oil, golden oil, flowing from your mouth. I don't know what you do, but you have been called to preach the word of God, a pure, unadulterated word of God. That is what God has called you to do. And it's, it's not, it's, it's full-time ministry, but I see you moving in circles um, where men will listen to you. Don't think you are insignificant. You are so significant and worthy. Keep on speaking the word. Keep on speaking wisdom. Go and memorize Proverbs. Okay? And you will see what God is going to do for you. Okay, he's going to put you places. You will be astounded. The places he's going to put you in. He's going to put you between kings. That is guys that have really got a lot of money. He's going to put you in, 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 in generals. That's what I see. I see all the stuff. If you don't know what it means, I, I, I know you're talents friend, are you? Ask him. But I know, I don't know what you do. But I just know there's an acceleration coming on your life like never before. Okay? Stuff is going to open up for you. Man, I'm so excited for you. Okay? Stay in the Word. Stay in the Word. Stay in the Word. Hallelujah. But you know what? Who? Um, Lorraine, come and sit here. Let's prophesy over her quickly. And then I want to say something. Is it okay? Are you ready? Okay. Or you want to stand? You want to sit or stand? Will, will the camera get it, talent? Thank you. Okay, guys, are you ready to prophesy? Dr. Yvette, will you start? You've got the... And I know there will be... Um, a prophetic word on the live stream as well. The guys really interact. And so, Lorraine, go and look at the live stream as well. There will be a prophetic word for you there too. I know that people interact and, and put word on there as well. Okay. Hey, Lorraine, um, I want to say to you um, what Jesus said. Um, you must take his yoke because it's light and easy. Do not take other people's yokes on you. Just take Jesus' yoke. Do not... Be concerned or carry other people's burdens. Only Jesus. Jared? You got a word for her? Come on, guys. If you get a scripture for her, compliment her, anything, okay. that's a prophetic word. Okay. I see you with a paintbrush and a lot of colors in front of you and this big blank canvas and God is saying you're going to start painting you're going to start painting it's going to be so beautiful you're going, your pictures are going to be so amazing because he's got such beautiful pictures for you and then I saw him re removing like a bride's veil from you and saying you are mine you are mine and it's our marriage I really see that the Lord is just saying, forget what's behind you and move to the front. Amen.
I just have a scripture as well that um, Joel 2:25, and I will restore to you the years that the locusts have eaten the canker worm and the caterpillar and the palmer worm. So yeah, I just think it's time for restoration, and you must also just take it and believe that by the end of the year things will have been restored. Just stand on the word and trust God. Amen. Xavera. She's got a mic. Thank you, Dr. Um, Hello. Yeah. I just uh, see Rose of Sharon. Rose of Sharon. Okay. Awesome. Pauline? Nothing? Come on, guys. Petro? Alfred, I mean, you got something? Nothing. Okay. I just want to say, uh, Lorraine, sometimes uh, um, we paint pictures with our words. So... Don't think, okay, I can't paint, or do you paint? Okay, but you can paint pictures with your words, because many times we get stuck, and I got this prophetic word, and I don't really know um, what it means. Like, when I see generals, we have to believe it can be generals of faith, that, that, guy, that God's going to put you in between great men of God, and you're going to minister to them. It, it can have many meanings. And... Um, so, um, and Lorraine, I know this, remember, I always say that what we get attacked on is our ministry. So what is, what, what do we get attacked on the most finances or in your body or whatever? That's the anointing you carry because the enemy only attacks what is valuable. Okay. So there's such a healing anointing on you. Don't think I first have to be totally healed before I can pray for other people. While you're praying for other people and ministering healing to them, God will touch your body. Okay? It's really, I believe with everything that's within me, you are stepping into a dimension of healing like never before. Okay? Make sense? Hallelujah. Thank you, Lorraine. Running and leaping and praising God. Running and leaping and praising God. Hallelujah. Okay. Right. So why I wanted to do that. I'm, who doesn't have a prophetic word? Who never got a prophetic word? Ever before? Everybody's got a word. Am I right? Yaku, have you got a word yet? Not yet. Okay. You want to come to the front quickly? Okay. There's a prophetic word for Lorraine from Patricia. The joy of the Lord is my strength. Prophetic word for Lorraine from Talent. Just as you are sitting to the prophet right now, I hear the Spirit of God saying, Be still and know that I am God. Be like Mary when she sat at the feet of Jesus. After knowing Lazarus had died, focus on Jesus. Wow. Awesome. Right. Come, Yaku, let us give you a prophetic word. Come on, guys, stretch out. You hear the voice of God clearly, ma'am, but you're afraid you're going to miss it. But what if you hit it? So just open your mouth. God says in his word, I will fill it, and say whatever you get. That's the only way we practice. If it's wrong, we'll set it right. So you can't be wrong, okay? Remember, I always say, if a prophetic word 
is in love, if it encourages, if it builds up, you cannot judge, then you're not giving a prophetic word. So if it's judgmental or it's correctional, keep quiet, keep it to yourself and pray about it, okay? Because prophetic word has to build you up, it has to encourage you, it has to be in love, because that's what, it has to equip you. It has to give you the, it's something God has already planted in your desires. And then the prophet comes and he opens it up for you. Okay? And we are all prophetic. We all have the gifts because we have the Holy Spirit. Am I right? So we have a prophetic gift. So don't be afraid to prophesy. Even if you say, yes, Yaku, you're a handsome guy. Then I am prophesying over him. <laughs> you really are. Okay? I think he's handsome. Don't you guys think he's a handsome guy? Yes. I know he's dedicated. I know he's so intelligent. I know that, that God is doing new things for him. I know that, 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 he's, that there's an acceleration coming upon him like never before. Financially, and as you are growing spiritually and seeking the face of God, I see how God is opening avenues for you that... that I even see you in a building, double story, big windows, and you're looking over, um, it looks like a, a, a fabric, um, factory. I don't know if it makes sense to you. It doesn't to me, but yeah, it will make sense to you. Now remember, what is a window? A window is revelation. So if you see big windows, then God's going to start giving him such revelation of his word. Um, a factory is where, where, where stuff is produced, just what we were preaching about now. So there's a, he's a producer. So God is going to start showing him how he's going to start producing and, and gaining wealth. Or it can be the, the real deal, a double story building that he's standing in the top and he's looking down into the factory and, and he's working there or he's I don't know. It, can you see how prophetic word works? That's why you have to pray about it. You have to get scripture on it. And if there's not a scripture on it, then move it aside. But everything we said now, I can give him scripture for. Okay? Anybody else? Come on, I've helped you a lot now. Okay, I just want to say something. Please. <laughs> about the factory and producing. I just see worshiping. Um, worshiping God and producing worship for him. Oh, awesome. Okay, I saw like a message in a bottle in the sea, being thrown in the sea years ago, but God is saying it's going to reach you now. Amen. And then I saw when you opened it, you, you were on a glider gliding over the seas, just so peaceful and so enjoying. The seas is so the water, and God is the living water, and you're going to be so peaceful when that word reaches you and touches you, that he's left you there, it's been there, it's specially for you, and it's going to reach you now. Amen. Choyom, sister. Well, this is actually then just confirmation on what Pastor Renata just said, that I just saw big things, and I actually saw a building as well. So I hope it's confirmation to you. I'm really excited for you, you know. Wow. Amen. But can you see you see well? Just like Jeremiah, God said, he said, I saw, God asked him, what do you see? Say, I see well. Okay. Thank you, Lord. So I feel that um, you perhaps 
feel that you like in your own life you see hurdles, but I'm um, feeling that God's saying, don't be concerned. You're going to be like an athlete just running over all of those hurdles. Amen. God just told me the message in the bottom. <laughs> it's Jeremiah 29, 11, for I know the plans I have for you, plans to prosper you. Amen. Severa? I just see you um, running shoes. Running shoes. Running shoes. Wow. Well done. And I hear runner. <laughs> and? Running. Okay. I am running. <laughs> Um, anybody else? You okay? Jared? <laughs> Don't worry, it will come. You just feel uncertain still. Don't, it will come. Okay, there's such an anointing on your life. You'll see, it will come. Okay, that's why you're here. You good? Thank you. <laughs> okay, so... Uh, Lorraine, there's another word for you from Joyce. Lorraine, you are beautiful from the inside out, and it's so profound because I'm going to say it right now. It's in my notes. And you are God's Mexicant. She said in Afrikaans, so I just translated it. What's Mexicant and little princess? Okay, you his little girl. Okay? And then there's a word for Yaku from Patricia. God will do exceedingly abundantly above anything you could ever think or dream of. Yaku. And then from Emmy, um, that's for Yaku. God is giving you a new revelation of the heart of the Father. He's restoring the Father heart that the enemy has stolen. You will know the heart of the Father, and through that, there will be a restoration. You are bringing to other men, revealing God's heartbeat. Wow. Okay. I will forward it to, but it's on the live, but I will forward it to you. Okay. You know, when we receive a prophetic word, we have to desire it. And that's the thing. I started chasing after my prophetic word because I knew it was from God. Because they prophesied Jeremiah chapter 1. Jeremiah chapter 1. So I started studying it. I started getting scripture references for it. And I chased that word. And it, it, took, it took at least 10 years. And then it started with small little steps. Very small and then it started to increase. And I believe that God is going to bring such acceleration for us. Because it felt like these 20 years were like, we started the congregation with 12 people. With no knowledge of how to run a ministry. I think we still don't know. We are learning every single day. And I'm really trusting God. And if you guys can trust with us. To, to send us people that can really help us in certain areas. He's, he's already sent us wonderful people, but we need more. We need more help. So that God will really send us people that can raise up certain ministries. And Okay, will you do that for us? Hallelujah. If there's no desire, God cannot move. God gives you the desires of your heart. 
but with no desires, there's nothing to give. God wants you to live from the inside out. And that's what she said, you're beautiful from the inside and outside. See, from the inside is where the Spirit of God is. He wants you to live from the inside out, not from the outside in, meaning what I see. Like that lady who said, only if I see it, I will believe it. I'm going on too long, I know. I'm going to end off right now. Don't look at your outside circumstances. When God put you on earth, he placed the creator on earth. God thinks if you can do it. No. If God thinks it, that's what I said, you can do it. Okay? Have your thoughts to match his thoughts. So I'm going to end off with that. Thank you, Father, that we can have your thoughts so that our thoughts will match your thoughts. And whatever you think, that we will know that we can do it. Father, thank you for the live audience. Bless them. Pour your love out over them. Increase them. Multiply them. Make them fruitful in Jesus' mighty name. And thank you, Father, that every person sitting here this morning, they will have such a desire, such a hunger for your word like never before. And they will live from the inside out. In Jesus' mighty name, amen and amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, guys. Be blessed. Um, what's your name? Dominique. Dominique, there's much more for you, okay? Just keep on, okay? There's, 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 there's a bubbling. It's going to start bubbling forth, Okay? Don't compare yourself again, the same as Marco. You are not like the people you are around with. Don't compare yourself, okay? I feel um, you feel um, below them. You're not, okay? Spiritually, you're not. The same spirit that, Jesus, that rose Jesus from. You are, you, sometimes God does not want us to operate in a certain way. And that's why you, you feel you can never get there because you're not supposed to be there. Okay? You're unique. You're different. You're never going to prophesy like me. But I'm never going to prophesy like Dominique. I'm never going to preach like Dominique. I'm never going to teach like Dominique. Okay? I, I see you looking at people. I don't know if it's in your church. I'm, I'm really careful to give you this word. Marco, if you need to slap me over the wrist, you can, okay? Um, that you're looking at, look away. I'm careful now, okay? Just take it under the blood and the grace of God, all right? It's not who you're supposed to be, okay? Just take what you, 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 what you can... Um, measured with the word. I don't know where you go to church. Do forgive me. If it's not in the church, it's people you're around. I'm not, uh, um, yeah. God help me. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. <laughs> Thanks for tuning into Radical Change Ministries. Subscribe for more. 